This week, the number one show on Netflix Canada was Thunder Force. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't know, Dave, but let's figure it out. Here's the official Netflix synopsis for Thunder Force. Two childhood best friends reunite as an unlikely crime-fighting superhero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. Ooh. Well, this is an exciting one, and I'm extra excited because we have a super very special guest We're in very excited. Studio. Literally actually excited. Not that we weren't before with other guests. Now I feel bad. Yeah, no, we're equally as excited as we were last yeah, time yeah. with the other two Excitement guests. levels are maxed, as always, yeah. whenever a guest shows up. The guest is Laura. Hello, Laura. Hi, guys. I'm Good so to happy have to you, be Laura. here. Super psyched you're here. Well, no, regular amount of psyched. Regular yeah. psyched you're here. Just the average amount. <laughs> so you watched this, and we asked you to write a synopsis. Do you have a synopsis of this film that is better than the one that we just heard from Netflix? Uh... Uh, yes, I think so. I would say that um, I would describe it as a, f- a a film about two friends who figure out a way to genetically modify themselves so that they become mutants in order to fight the bad mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, what that it is. sounds correct. Yeah, that is a correct. That is a correct. assessment. Would you like to hear a not correct, sure. pithy, angry assessment? Yeah. Here we go, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> My synopsis of the movie Thunder Force. Someone thought it would be hilarious if a pair of comedic actors improvised a bunch of scenes involving eating raw chicken, which was expanded into an entire movie. Also, Jason Bateman has crab arms and Octavia Spencer has an Academy Award. In summary, I think Melissa McCarthy's hilarious. That's my synopsis. Did you write that? Yeah. That's good. That is awesome. See, why do I always go last? Because mine always, like, uh, I got to go first sometimes. Oh, man. Dave, so hard. What? In a slap Laura, together laugh, comic. Laugh at whatever he says. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Stop interrupting me. This is bad enough as it is. <laughs> In a slap-together comic take on the superhero genre, estranged childhood friends Lydia and Emily become superheroes to fight a surprisingly small number of genetically altered miscreants (laughs) from a global gene-altering event. Between bursts of slapstick superhero actions and and training montages, the duo tries to create a plot... And have meaningful discussions to give the audience some connection to this vehicle for Melissa McCarthy gags. <laughs> okay. That's really good. It's funny because if I was going to write like a mean one, Uh-oh. I would have made a comment about the fact that it's funny you said improvise because I felt that it suffered from not enough improvisation. Not enough. Yeah. Um, I felt like this is Melissa McCarthy's husband who wrote it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's being very kind and kind of sticking to the script. Mm-hmm. And that's why that like spark that is often there is just kind of missing it's there's a this uh, it suffers from a lot of earnestness Ooh, yeah. that's a good way to put it. okay so we've we we barreled right into some high level critique dave right but so yeah the way we structure this i don't know if you've listened to the plethora of podcasts we have <laughs> out there is we we just we usually go into some of the things we like about it first yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just uh Anything you liked, Justin? I did. Well, you know what I liked? Because I, I was watching the beginning. I'm like, you know, this young 
actor playing Melissa McCarthy's loved role. Loved her. I'm like, she's really yes. quite loved funny. Loved her. And yeah. I'm like, she super reminds me of, like, she's doing a heck of a Melissa McCarthy kind of, um, like, homage. Mm-hmm. Guess who that is? That's her daughter. No. Yes, that is her daughter, but, Vivian Falcone. Okay, I have a question, because I, I read that as trivia, that that's her daughter. But yeah. then there's two of them, right? Because well, there's a younger version, and then and there's, then like, the a teenager one. version. The, the teenager version is, is an actor. Oh, okay, okay. Not a family member. But the yeah. younger one, like, uh, who punches the boy and makes him get in the yeah, dumpster. Yeah, I loved <laughs> her. Like, she even, yeah, she had the act, the, like, she just I was loved like a, her. It's genetic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she, I thought she was hilarious. She's obviously I, got it, her mom's And also chops. not trying. Like, no, she no. was just... Just real. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That is Melissa McCarthy's No Wonder. And so I was, I liked that. I liked that actor before I even realized it mm-hmm. was her daughter. So that was fun. Um, in general, I like superhero movies that are stupid. So I was going to be happy <laughs> with that. Uh, that's the still thing like. way more worth watching than most stuff. Most of the stuff yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Despite what you are talking about, which I'll get into later. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I still was happy. I obviously, I love Melissa McCarthy. I think she's an absolute genius and i will watch her do literally anything Mm -hmm. just drinking tea for half an hour fine um and for some reason that i don't understand the crab arms made me laugh almost every time they're so stupid it's so dumb and justin bateman can really carry that sort of like there's something those two together that's what i liked about it any any i've watched anything with justin just jason uh, jason bait yeah, yeah. His sister's name is Justine. Justine, yeah, that's right. That's right. J- Jason Bateman and Melissa McCarthy, because they just have that. He's so deadpan, and he's got those ridiculous arms on, but yeah. he's just like, and when he like crab walks, oh, sideways. that's so stupid. <laughs> that is so brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah. so those are all the things. Oh, and and Octavia Spencer, obviously, she's gold at things. And the woman who played um, Octavia Spencer's character's grandmother. Right. That, yeah, who is that? She's a character actor who's been in a million things. Her name is Marcella Lowry. Um, and I've, you've seen her in a million things. I won't even list it. But like, I don't know. I just, she just seemed like a good actor. I'm like, hey, this is, this is a good actor. So yeah. that's my short list of things that I liked. Laura, what did you really like about this? Um, I loved, I thought, although at the beginning, I thought it took a long time to get in. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a long setup. But when I think back on the film, I think I loved those moments I loved I loved young Melissa like mm-hmm. I loved her and uh and just that it was not trying at all that character was just not trying and I thought the young girl who did uh, Octavia Spencer's character was really good also too good, yeah right. um uh, yeah I agree that the um that that there's something so alive when Jason and Melissa are together yeah um they they because I've seen them work real hard, you yeah. know, and in that in um, identity mm-hmm. theft right. or yeah, yeah. identity they, thief, yeah, whichever yeah. one it is, um, they were improvising constantly, and they were trying not to make each other laugh. And and like I remember this story about Jason like having to pinch himself to not laugh at all of her improvising. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just found this because they were not trying to improvise; they were it was, they were just in it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it was just showing me like even not trying that frenetic. I'm funny energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just sitting in it. They were still, brilliant. Still they were fun. still yep. just so compelling and it was so, so simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, what about you, Dave? Do you have well, likes? Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like the kind of f- fluffy easiness of it, you know, mm-hmm. that it was, it was easy to watch and you could read a book at the same time and still watch it. Yeah. But I did like that. <laughs> I liked you know, cause she's such a great improviser, you know, and, and he, and, and Jason Bateman and, and you could tell those scenes that they were in, they could have gone 
they were like there was something kind of magic just magic. below the surface. If they didn't have to stick to the script, it would have been great. And and so there were these moments that you could tell were like deeply scripted. And then there were these moments that they were together. They were kind of sticking to a script, but you you know she's always kind of like riffing outside of the edges just yeah. with her her physicality and everything. Mm-hmm. So I I like I just like watching her because just the way she moves, the way she does everything is yeah. quite entertaining. Yeah. I like that. I liked uh, uh, yeah, just just her delivery. Like that's there's one scene where she's uh she goes to the uh to the headquarters of her friend mm-hmm. to the building and she's talking to the uh, the gal at the desk. Oh, yeah. that was a fabulous <laughs> that scene. That was so yeah. great, you know. Like she's like you know, and then she goes into that whole thing about uh you know calling us estranged would kind of put a stink on it that yes. it doesn't really warrant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just like those lines, I was just like, those are great. And I'm thinking she probably like just came up with that. That probably wasn't yeah. a scripted. Like it can almost feel like some of the things yeah. were scripted and. The mm-hmm. things that were really good to me that were yeah. Melissa McCarthy moments that probably but weren't scripted. Don't you think that actor, like, they were too com- comedic because that that actor who played that uh, uh, oh, she was, is she a was brilliant very com- comedian. Yeah, yeah. So seeing these two comedians not being funny at all, yeah, like that, restraint, that tiny restraint. little scene, yeah. stood out to me like a beacon. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you could just feel the. That this could be hilarious, yes. but the, it made it even more funny that they were restraining themselves. Yes. You know, when it, the when um, the receptionist says, "Oh no, that's not going to happen." Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Gonna, that's not going to happen. And then when like, she goes oh. up, she goes, uh, "That's not the way I saw this happen." That's you know? not. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. I loved every minute yeah. of that. So yeah, that's what it for. I mean, it was just. Uh, oh, and a, a mention goes to um, uh, Bobby. How do you say his name? Canal Can. Kind of valley, kind of valley, yeah, yeah. Like it, he did a pretty good job. It was like a comic turn, you know, like yeah. for him. You know, yeah, I, I liked watching. I liked the scenes of him and the, you know, his henchmen, that sort of thing. Those were quite yeah. entertaining. Yeah, well. he, he was had a similar character in Spy, um, yeah, which was also comedic I, for the same reason. When he was at the podium and stuff, I could. That's when I could see the, the cells in the comic. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, I could see a comic book when he was there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Grapes and Grumbles for this one. Dave and Justin's Grumbles and Grimes. Uh, yeah, feeding off of what Laura was saying, there was something about the energy levels of this film that seemed really tame and kind of too relaxed for a zany comedy, and especially a Melissa McCarthy comedy. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if it's just the set was a chill set and everyone is just sort of relax and having fun and hanging out with their friends and but and everything seemed kind of downbeat yeah. for a comedy of this kind it's like kind of what you were talking about maybe they didn't let her off the leash as much as normal um yeah for some reason it it made the pace a little bit slow yeah um and i mean uh, that's not a movie that i would ever ever usually check the time or go Ooh, this is feeling long, and I did, and that's really rare for 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 me with and a Melissa I, McCarthy film. I know absolutely nothing about making a film or really anything, but like I, I want to use the word blocking. I don't know if that's a word, but it seemed like there was like these action se- sequences, and then they'd be followed by these kind of strange, like long things where they would have this intimate face to like heart to heart talk, and then it just seemed like the pacing was inconsistent and they would kind yeah. of they, and it just seemed like these these face-to-face mm-hmm. scenes where they would be having a trying to develop these characters somehow were just needlessly long and in the wrong place a lot of the time yeah yeah maybe it was the editing then or i don't know what something or, was like slow. there was something about this like i wondered if it was reverence for octavia i wondered that too like, because 
just too much like oh from the whole crew you know like yeah. octavia so you know and give her some space to yeah do and like, she is like a, a mega amazing actor who with an academy award right like, she is she brings it and I, you're right there's something maybe people didn't want to be as stupid around her yeah. although she's a she does comic acting and she has a history of some stuff like i read up on the history of the two of them like they're very comfortable with each other yeah. mm-hmm. but you're right maybe her energy was a everyone will relax and chill kind of energy and yeah so... or like or, or in the writing somehow like i think of the scene at the end when melissa's uh hot dogging for the crowd yeah yeah and uh, octavia's just kind of there and it's really awkward mm-hmm. do you remember those parts yep like, there was a lot of those parts yeah, for me i like just where, felt like she was where this melissa's there... hot dog in it and octavia looks really uncomfortable uh-huh <laughs> like i get that she was kind of the, the straight one in this but yeah. at the same time it was almost like i had a hard time believing that they were lifelong friends there was all the, it was it was just bizarre like yes. sometimes she was very serious I, d- I just didn't feel like they were trying to develop her character somehow, but they were just kept taking these attempts at it. And then yeah. like, uh, there was one scene that they were just they were in the training montage. They just got done in boxing in the ring and she sits down and all of a sudden they start talking about where's the, where's her daughter's Octavia's daughter's father. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And it's a serious moment. And then that just kind of ends. And then they jump into something else comical. It's almost like they were trying to give her some serious well, acting moments. And then, uh, yeah, there were, there were a couple times in the movie when it looks like they were trying to move the plot forward by having a turn where like suddenly like, oh, no, they're not friends anymore. Yeah. Like in the very beginning mm-hmm. uh, when like she overslept and didn't wake up her friend. This was the other actress, obviously. But like. And I'm like, I don't believe that for a second. That just seems like ham-fisted writing. There's no way that they, their friendship ends based on that incident. It just seemed mm-hmm. wrong. And then later on when she threw the bus and the, Octavia's like, no, you shouldn't have thrown the bus. And then they had like a falling out. I'm like, that didn't seem... It was like very manufactured kind of drama. Okay. Well, that, this, yeah. that leads me actually, Uh-oh. Yeah. if I could be so bold. Please be bold. To a new segment. Oh, gosh. Uh called let me make this perfectly clear let me make this perfectly clear let me make this perfectly clear so okay as part of that <laughs> is that guys, what this paper is for that you handed me yes you guys are actually going to be the actors in this oh great laura we get to act okay oh, let's well, i've never tried i see before. two pages one and two what's happening okay let's do number one all right so excuse me i just have to cough <clears throat> okay. good coughing so how about in this uh who wants to be Lydia? Who wants to be Tony? I'll give you guys the choice. I'll be Tony. Okay, I'll be Lydia. Okay, so th- this scene—it's uh, the—it's—it's it's in a long montage of training days for the duo. So we see Lydia in the boxing ring with Tony uh, several times, and she hits him, and he's noticeably hurt. Okay, the next scene we see is Tony and Lydia in the ring again. This time, Tony is completely covered, head to toe, in padding. Okay, and here we go. <clears throat> All right, do whatever you got to do, Tony. Seems a little bit overkill to me. Could be. Let's do this. Lydia smacks Tony in the chest and knocks him 20 feet out of the ring. What? Oh, oh, man. Oh, Tony, I'm so sorry, man. It's just, I, I'm, I'm still trying to get the hang of this strength thing. You okay? I'm good. Oh, man. Well, I guess the injections are working because I keep hurting Tony. To, so to me, it's uh-huh. it's not the same when you're not watching the film, but all that just happened. Uh-huh. And then they have to, like, it's like somebody wrote that last line in. Well, I guess the injections are working because I just 
keep hurting Tony. We the, just saw our Tony. The thing that we just showed you. Yeah, the thing we just yeah. showed oh, you. Oh, I see. Yeah. Now we need to like Say explain it. what you saw. Explain. Yeah. I felt like okay. Why do? Is this for like hearing impaired folks? <laughs> like. Yeah. I just saw him go flying twenty feet out of the it's ring. Description. She They're literally doing description. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that that leads us to incidents number two. Okay, okay. Hey. I see where we're getting at here, Dave. I um, see yeah. this. I see Let this. Let me make this perfectly, perfectly clear. clear. Okay, okay. So this is why I say this led into it because somebody mentioned the bus throwing. So early oh, yeah. early on in the film, uh, Melissa McCarthy says, "Do I get to throw a bus?" So you know that will probably come up later in the film. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> This scene unfolds on the street in front of the cafe. Thunder Force needs this bus. Lydia, no, do not throw this bus. Lydia picks up the bus. No, they're too far away. Do not throw that bus. I can't hear you because I'm literally throwing a bus. Lydia throws the bus and the camera cuts away before we see it land. Dad, Dad, that lady just threw a bus. My God. I just threw a bus. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. So in case Roll you were bus. wondering what happened in that scene. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm unclear. It's unclear for me. What 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 happened here? Somebody threw a Volvo. Oh, a Volvo. Okay, yeah, apparently a bus was thrown. Yeah. And the ironic part of this entire scene <laughs> is that we never see the bus land. We never see the yeah. outcome of the throwing of the, bu- of the bus. They only talk about it. They ran out of CGI. Yeah, yeah so they she hurls a bus down the road at the, at the you know, and I'm looking, I'm thinking, well, that could very well hit that truck. And then they cut away from the scene. So yeah. she's trying to take out the bad guys. Yeah, don't tr- and I remember them saying her saying, don't, it's too far away. You won't hit it. And then she throws it like 50 times beyond where the truck is that she could have hit. Yeah. She probably could have run and caught the bu- the truck. Yeah, sure. You know, at least give us some kind of like play down. Like we've worked up to this bus throwing thing. We have like seven lines of dialogue yeah. to talk about, about throwing throw. the bus, and we never get to see the actual bus land except later on as a post note well, where they yeah, say, "Well, it, it that, hit a fountain and hurt a bunch of people." This is similar to like the 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 raw chicken thing that I was talking about in my synopsis. I feel like there's a joke, and they're just they hammer on it for uh, for longer than necessary. I think someone was like, "It'd be really funny if she just wants to throw a bus, and then we're gonna do some scenes mm-hmm. about that," and then they just sort of. <laughs> <laughs> milk that phrase over and over until you're like oh okay yeah it's not yeah. funny yeah 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 it's true good one dave you really yeah a lot yeah. of exposition there yeah well yeah. it was very clear to me what was happening i didn't have to see this is why i said i could read a book at the same time i'm like oh somebody just threw a bus chapter it, two it had that feeling of you know um like blockbuster films how they are all formulaic and they're all done by uh you know like by recipe so yeah needs 10 percent this and then on page 43 you have to have this and then and then it needs 20 percent comedy 30 percent sexiness you know there's all these rules but they take the guts out of it they take the mm-hmm. so we had this this these people trying to bring real characters and 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 do good acting and stuff um, but then on top of it, we have this sort of fundamentally hollow kind of a genre, like yeah. this action thing with there's a lot of icing and no cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. they're trying to put the cake in. So it's like, well, then just make me laugh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Either be like an 80s kind of zany idiot movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or find some actual heart, but it's hard to do it in this mm-hmm. format. Yeah. Yeah. They it's, could, they, like, I was thinking that, you know, all those movies that, 
poked fun at genres like back in the 90s like you know the air starting kind of with the airplane movies and yeah. like the yeah. hot shots movie all those movies that would you know that kind of breaking the fourth wall thing and just kind of taking a genre like you know the or top those gun murder mystery those murder ones yeah where they like yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're making fun of it. Yeah. yeah so this was yeah. like, are they, are they making fun? Of, I was kind of trying to land on, are they making fun of it? Or it's just like, these are just kind of hapless superheroes. Oh. Like it yeah. never really. Totally. You're right. That's a good point. Cause they, sometimes they were making like the guy with the crab hands getting, what did he get? Like nipped in the testicles and then he yeah. crab hands. I can't even <laughs> remember sack. that story. It was so weird. Sack. Was that the word sack? He so got nicked. Ball, uh, yeah. Nipped, nipped in the, the sack. Yeah. The ball sack. But, by yeah. It. So that's kind of making fun of the story, but. Or the genre, but then the rest of it seems really n- not meta. It's it's they're just a real it's a real superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, which is why some of the, one of the complaints I had was I didn't understand the superhero part where the miscreants were hit with radiation and that made them psychopaths, which seems it just seemed kind of, of dumb. No, it only affected psychopaths. It only, it only affected, affected psychopaths. It only affected people who yeah. already were sociopaths. Okay. And apparently there was only three of those people in Chicago. Yeah, they ran yeah. out of actors to fill those roles <laughs> yes. real early on. I had a thought about that, and I was thinking, is this a COVID-made movie? Because I feel like in a couple of the crowd scenes, like they pull back and there's an aerial shot, and there's like 20 people, 25 yeah. people standing yeah. around. Yeah, and, no, like, and it seems like everything is like... Yeah, no, okay. it was 2019, I think, they filmed it. Just, they wow. only had so many they people. didn't have a lot of money for extras. You know how sometimes when you're when you're watching a film, you feel like, oh, you know, like, oh, what's his name? Um, Jim Carrey or, or Robin Williams, where you go, like, nobody wanted to say to them, cool, you're jets, like you're, you're over the top, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not that funny anymore. I felt this was the opposite where Melissa and like everybody was so polite about the writing and, and, you know, trying to do right by it and everything. And maybe because it was her husband and things. And, and, and I felt like going like, could we go like 50% the other way? Like let her off the chain. Yeah. I wonder if, because it is her husband and this is, they've done a number. And he's brilliant. He's great. And he, but he's written and worked on three films with her starring her. And each mm-hmm. time they also, they have that same sort of, um, not, uh, not Melissa at a hundred percentness. And I wonder mm. if it has to do with the, the dynamic of a, of their relationship. Like they see each other all the time and maybe she's less likely to go off the leash when she's in her comfortable environment with her, with her husband. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, again, I keep going back to like, there was something on set. You know how it is like when you're in a production or whatever, if the energy level in the room is, is is huge you're going to be huge if it's yeah. relaxed you it brings you down yeah there's, there's something going on well you think of those films like um by uh, what's his name again who was in zoolander not jason bateman no um oh the uh yeah oh zoolander yeah. oh sorry i was thinking what's Zootopia. his name again is, is i forget that actor's <laughs> yeah name. uh that's uh, uh uh jerry seinfeld's uh guy's <laughs> the dad's son, son yeah who is also yeah um, we're just really bad with names yeah. here on the yeah. show um, <laughs> i'm gonna like, say ben richards but i think that's the protagonist yeah. from a yeah, his name is Ben Stiller. Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. Now, there's God, a there's seriously. an example of like you see him in one of those like artsy comedies, mm-hmm. and you the script is so solid and so good, and he does nothing. Like he just 
doesn't try to be funny at all Mm -hmm. and it's brilliant Mm -hmm. and it's so compelling because we know who he is under there yeah yeah. You know, like we know that that asparagus is actually a giant fern with red berries on it, but it's we're getting the asparagus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I feel like this wanted to be or thought it was, but the writing was not strong enough mm, yeah. to, for Melissa to just lay back like that. You're right. That's you a know? good way to put it. It, re- it required her to make up more funny things on the exactly. spot. Exactly. In the same there way that space. Identity Thief was like, yeah, she kind of went, yeah, this is okay, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give six takes and you choose the funniest one. And well, it's funny. I always look you know. at the bloopers and sometimes you can find bloopers online like for these. So I looked at the bloopers for this and they were not that funny. But I've seen bloopers for other things she's in where mm-hmm. there's like, yeah, like there's eight takes of her like just oh, yeah. just improving some line, you know, and, and, yeah. it's, yeah. and it's every one of them is hilarious. But this was more like, you know, somebody farted or, you know, somebody yeah. knocked over a vase or whatever. And it, maybe that was edited too. Yeah. But I was saying, at the same time. Yeah. When I was watching this, I had the impression that if someone were to give the three of us a million dollars and we would go out <laughs> and make a movie, I feel it'd be kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like we're pals and we're getting together and we're doing a thing and it's we're sort of slapping it together last minute and we don't really know what we're doing and, and there you go. I yeah, feel that's kind a, of how it felt to me too, yeah. Yeah, there's something... <clears throat> uh, yeah, there's something too informal and relaxed yes. about it all. Yeah. 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 Mm. I, I was thinking about... When she first came on the scene, Melissa McCarthy, and uh, and it was hard for her to get noticed, you know? It was hard for her to get people to give enough attention. And it was, it was the comedians who pointed her out first. And I remember when she did that little tiny scene in This Is 40, the Judd Apatow film. Mm-hmm. And it's that scene where she's in the doctor in the, the principal's office and she's like just getting them going like Paul Root and um, Leslie Mann. She's just making them laugh so much that they can't use what she's doing because they're just <laughs> peeing themselves laughing. Yep. And she's like, I will come up there, I will scissor my legs and I will kick you with my foot bone. And, like, <laughs> and because of these things, like these tiny little parts that she had, mm-hmm. all of those people went behind her back and were saying she's the best in the business. Mm-hmm. And and she was like a, a hidden secret for so long. Right. Uh, I remember seeing her long ago do one of those Jimmy Fallon, uh, you know, um, karaoke or oh, like yeah. um, yeah. lip sync things. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon super earnestly looking right at the camera and saying, the best. <laughs> she is the best yeah. in this huh. business. And this was a long ago. So mm, yeah. I just, I just, I think of her, uh, I think of her really as one of the best, like, and, and, and they, and she deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Which is so funny. Cause if you think about it, like there are people who are great, but that doesn't mean that everything that they do turns out to be gold, mm-hmm. right? There are plenty of like Oscar, like winning actors who are in terrible roles and terrible movies. Like there are things that have to come together to make something amazing and yeah. sometimes there's one or two things missing and then an amazing person just comes out kind of blah yeah which is mm. which is what's weird about filmmaking because when you start a movie i'm sure they're like it's gonna be like it's, it's gonna be awesome yeah. got and nobody people. says let's spend millions of dollars and yeah. have a blah film yeah, yeah and it's not really until it's all cut together and then you're you're viewing it first time that you know what you've gotten and yeah. so, yeah, the ingredients don't always tell you what the final product's going to be. It's Not true, that yeah. this was bad. It's just, it wasn't you know, bad. It was just not the funniest I've 
seeing mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. And like you said, she's she's amazing. She could do, and she has done amazing things. Hey, are you enjoying this podcast? Well, guess what? You can go on to Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast and maybe even write a little review about how much you love it. And that would be literally the most helpful thing you could do. Strangely enough, that's how much power Apple Podcasts has over the podcasting world. So if, if you've got a moment and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, just uh, click on the uh, um, many stars. A lot, give us lots of stars. That'll be a super big, awesome help. Thank you very much. And back to the show. Do you guys have a favorite scene for this? Uh, I do. You know what my favorite scene was? Um, it wasn't. I don't know if it's a scene. You know? Do you remember the guy? <laughs> I the, don't know if it's a scene. I don't like. I don't know how to. It was from another movie. I don't know. But I like, there's a horse this. head in the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That scene. I it's love like, that. Yeah, he's like a mafia guy, and he's all like angry. My family. Anyway, um, I don't know how. I don't know the Godfather. Listen, um, so do you remember Frank, the guy in the cafe? Yes. And he had this monologue where he's giving her a pep <laughs> the, talk. The pond. I will read to you the because for some reason. <laughs> I laughed at that a lot because I'm like, this is dumb. It's funny. (laughs) Anyway, it goes like this. You know, it's like trying to skip a rock in a lake. You know the lake's going to eat it. It took you half an hour to find the right flat rock, but you got to throw it. Otherwise, you're not going to know if it's going to skip. But sure enough, you throw the rock. Zing. (laughs) Goes right in the water. Okay, let's go underwater. There's a big salmon swimming by. The (laughs) rock flies in. Beans the salmon in the head. Dead as a doornail. Close to the top. Jesus, that's not the worst of it. Is there more? The salmon's a female loaded with little legs, yeah. just like the Titanic. They're all dead. Is this, am I the rock? Yeah, or? I love that. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's like, like, am I am I the rock mother, or the salmon in this scenario? Because yeah, none of or it, the Titanic, what am I? That, that stood out to me as well. As Oh, really? Yep, that stood out like a beacon of like, yeah. that's the writing I like. Yes, yeah. that was good funny writing, yep. good funny delivery. Yep. And that was, obviously that was the script. Like he didn't improvise any of that. No, but that that's that was that stood out for me too. That nope. was yeah. my kind of writing, right? Yeah, there. Yeah, that, yeah, that's also my kind of comedy. Yeah. My my favorite was uh, I, I I just liked the king guy. Uh, you know, when he's just like killing off all his henchmen. <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and he gets the other guy, and he goes, "What's what's your name?" And he's like. Uh, and, and Andrew and he's like I love that, that was guy. so yeah, good that guy's that was but Andy my, my mom calls me Andy Pandy Andy Pandy that, that's, that's a little too personal for the workplace more and professional then, yeah he's, and just that character because he recurs again he he's was, in He's in the elevator or yep. something. And they're like, yes. well, like, and he's so incompetent. But just like Jason Bateman also like curating that whole thing. Well, here's, oh, you've gone and killed, you know, Ted. He was one of the good guys. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, who else do we have, right? And he's, well, we've got Andy over here. And <laughs> I agree. I, I thought that guy was funny. That actor. Oh, he was great. He was, yeah, was, really he was another good. one of his beacons. I was like, okay, I want to see more of this guy. I've seen yeah. him in a few things lately, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, because he stood out to me. I was like, oh, him. Yeah, he's yeah. been around lately. There you go. These little I beacons. L- I love how Jason works with people like uh, in that scene in the elevator when um, the King character holds him up by the neck and is choking him and (laughs) then sets him down and you just see Jason say to the extra, yeah, thanks for the support. Like, thanks for the help buddy. And, and the extra's like, oh, like, the actor talked to me. It was so... Yeah, he's great at that. Yeah. Those little asides. Yeah. And just, just the ludicrousness of him, like, with these 
crab uh, every arms, time. Like just yes. acting like so a, stupid, just yeah. acting like a normal guy, but he's yeah. got these crab arms. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny to me is because like I'm like, oh, that's Jason Bateman in crab arms. Yep. So no, he I'm was like, no, 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 nothing, no acting required, just no. Jason Bateman. Yeah. And then arms. when he did the sideways crab walk, I was yeah. like, thank you, yeah, exactly. thank you. So stupid. <laughs> What was Thank your you. what was your worst scene in all this? Well, okay, the worst scene for me was the dream dance sequence between the crab guy and Melissa. <laughs> oh and yeah, crab. and not because it wasn't funny, because it was it was very funny, especially with a sprig of like whatever she parsley parsley as she gives him, he chomps down on her. It's really yeah. it's just ludicrous, funny on its own. But the problem is, it came in the middle of a of the robbery scene, and so I'm like, what's actually happening? I'm like, is I'm like, is he have some sort of mind control power where he's making her hallucinate this romantic scene. Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah, then it went back to them and they're just standing there and I'm like, it didn't seem like it belonged. Like, it just seemed like a completely random sequence that you could have literally dropped anywhere anytime Crabman and Melissa McCarthy were in a room. Yeah, and so it was like an ima- like who whose imagination was whose imagination? What's the content? Oh, so it confused you because we don't know him yet, and we don't know what his his powers are. powers are. I thought his were I like see. making yeah. people fantasize about him was mm. his crab power. <laughs> right? Yeah, and so I, I spent like ten minutes afterwards being like, no, I think, I think it's just supposed to be a weird signifier that mm-hmm. she likes him or he likes her. I I wondered if there was more scenes of the two of them. And some had out. to get cut, right. or if there was less, and that had to get put in because because people were loving them. Yeah, they just needed to see them together. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. I again feel like it's just like the writers are around. They're like, oh, it'd be so funny to have a scene where like that, like he's throwing her in the air and she's mm-hmm. spinning all around. Like I, it's just like a funny idea, and then they try and cram it in, or or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I feel it like kind of seemed like a series of Saturday Night Live sketches with the two same characters. Like, yeah, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like all those movies that come made at a Saturday Night Live sketches, yes. but like, you know, where they have a catchphrase and they're just like, okay, put them together and then make them do the catchphrase. Yeah. And then yeah, make yeah, them yeah. do this and do the catchphrase. Just milk it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, what about you, Dave? Did you have a worse scene? Well, I, it was a series of scenes, really. I just found the whole training montage. Like I timed, I checked the time. It was like 20 minutes of her, like yeah. of the movie was like her learning this. And all it was really was just like a was just a vehicle for like two or three gags like eating the raw chicken and yeah and like mm-hmm. punching tony and stuff like punching that tony yeah so it, it was a lot of the movie like that was a pretty good chunk of the movie hmm. and it doesn't to me it was like you know I, I they could have compressed it all in like a montage and, and you know had some more funny stuff later on yeah man, even the that gags could have been like the length compressed. of eye of, of the tiger boom done you could have been yeah. a song yeah, uh, like a, an actual montage. Yeah. Boom, done. Like even the the raw chicken gag, they brought that back like three times or so in that montage yeah. of, or in that s- segment That's of scenes. That's what I mean. Right? I think raw chicken was the first and only idea and then they worked backwards from that <laughs> to make the script. I, I was particularly weirded out by the treatment of her invisibility. Uh-huh. Like that seemed really amateurish to me that like they want, like, they wanted us to see her, so they put a filter so we see her. Uh-huh. It just seemed corny to it you. Just, well, I didn't get it. And then sometimes we don't we don't see her, and then sometimes we do see oh, her. Oh yeah, like, it was not it was not if, consistent. If, yeah, yeah, like if I was dramaturging the the writing of that, I'd go, why, why mm-hmm. two different conventions? Mm-hmm. Keep her in that sort of ghosty thing the All whole the time, time. Yeah. or not? Like that. I just found that really confusing. Not just confusing. It was like 
that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you make a decision to do something and you do it. You don't do one or the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting point. Yeah. There are yeah. a couple things that were like that. I also didn't understand her super strength that she had also seemed to make her um, invulnerable. Like, cause she grabbed a bomb in the end and like it blew up and she was fine <laughs> or like people shoot at her and she's fine. So wait, what is her? St- I didn't understand the relationship between her invulnerability and the yeah, strength. that's what I mean. Like the dramaturgy of that, like what, why, what, to what purpose is this invisibility? Like mm-hmm. it should have been a way more essential to the plot mm-hmm. like because she was just sort of tacked on a comic book or like, you know, Marvel universe buff would just lose their mind over this because yeah. all they all consultant they, to punch it up yeah yeah because they would be like oh well, well why is this or you know because even the whole thing with the mutants like the mutants show up in like 1983 yeah. and it's now you know like you know 30 years later and the world hasn't kind of gone to complete hell in a handbasket yeah, it's, yeah. they just rob banks and shoot they, they like rob dumb. convenience stores yeah. with like a posse yeah. of like seven other guys yeah <laughs> totally random yeah, yeah. anyway yeah, the they just but world. i don't think they were focused on that at all but at the no. same time you could have made a more of a joke of the fact that you're just making a mockery of you know because that's a big part of these canons of like you know these people these superhero movies is all everything has to be authentic and has to be explained by other yeah physics pre- and yeah and other yeah. predecessors in the genre and other storylines that have had you know like yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. a real important the part purposes, of all those yeah. marvel type movies and you know yeah but anyway hmm. no that 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 struck me as well that it just was like shoddy anybody have any trivia on this i got a little trivia okay fire so, away so i got a question for you guys maybe you already saw this one dave what was that raw chicken actually made out of i saw that you know that so I'll, laura I'll do you know bite my tongue no i was thinking chicken? about it though <laughs> what do you think it could be i wondered if it was some sort of like you know um how they make meat out of nuts and stuff mm-hmm. well it was actually thinly sliced pears treated with citric acid and food coloring how'd mm-hmm. they make them so long asian pears I don't know what an Asian <laughs> Because pair. of the infamously long Asian pears. Yeah, I had never seen an Asian pear, but yeah. I assume they must be longer than a regular pear. <laughs> uh, it seems so, yeah. So there you go, pears. There's yeah. my trivia. Well, you saw that. Well, that's why the texture was right. Yes, because it's kind of gaggy. All slurpy mm-hmm. and gross, yeah. yeah. And kind of um, mealy, mm-hmm. like meat, you know, like chicken. Yep. Yeah, yeah part of the uh, to that, too, is I, there was, I read a thing where Melissa McCarthy said that they look so authentic to chicken raw chicken that she said it was like difficult to actually get your mind to actually yeah. eat it because you know everybody's saying it's raw chicken it looked like raw chicken it had you know but yeah. of course yeah. it's a pear um yeah you got one dave i got a couple more but you go well this isn't really a question but octavia you you were you kind of mentioned it before octavia spencer and melissa mccarthy have been friends for uh 20 years yeah so i, I read that too i know where they um they met each other where oh, at the groundlings theater because she was, uh, Melissa McCarthy was performing and, and Octavia Spencer was there as well in the audience and then they headed off and hung out together a lot. Over almost 25 years, I think. I was yeah. thinking about that and thinking, we always hear in Hollywood about like actors hating each other and all these frenemies and all this, but but it isn't like that. Like once you've been in a play with somebody mm-hmm. or a movie and you've really bonded, you're friends for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is... You know, you you know from just being in like little any kind of even community theater thing, you yeah. see someone who was in a show with you, and, and you're, buds, you're like yeah. it's your it's like an old friend. It's forever. like you went through a war with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, so that part, you know, I really every like, time I do this podcast with Justin, yeah. I feel just like that. Like we're we bonded. Yeah. Through, well, that we've well, gone been through the trench. A, we've been in the trenches. Just a traumatic experience, and I. And it smells I, like trench foot in here right now. Yeah, that's it really um, does. There's rats <laughs> scurrying around. Rats. There's like a foot of water on the floor. Yeah, that's me. I yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> you're swapping pictures of your girls back home. Yeah, we're yep. just we're just girls back home. Yeah, <laughs> upstairs. Buying yeah. buying sea ra- rations from each other with old soggy cigarettes. Yeah, yep. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, in 1998, Melissa McCarthy met Ben Falcone, her husband, also at the Groundlings. They were in a writing oh, class wow. together. Hmm. So there you go. So these these. Again, it might go back to what I was talking about. Like, they've known each other for so long, yeah. these people. They're so comfortable that maybe they just, uh, they're too comfortable. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. It, was just, it felt like to me like a bunch of people. This is why I thought it was, uh, I thought it was like a COVID thing. I was just imagining, okay, you're stuck in your house. You're sitting around with your husband. You're like, let's yeah. make a movie with raw chicken in it. <laughs> let's call up Octavia Spencer and let's yeah. throw a few She'll things together. Okay, this scene yeah. that might go over there. Okay, let's just do it. Let's yeah, just do yeah. it. And that's go. that's it. That's it. Had that feel. Yeah. There were a couple of things that I thought and I wondered about, like, like I, I loved seeing those two women together as the heroes of the story. Yes. Very compelling to see them in their suits being the yeah, heroes. Yeah, you know, like, and no apology for it and not drawing too much attention to the fact that they're two sort of bigger women. Yeah. Um, I just felt like right away, like you see them in their in their superhero suits and you're like, fucking right on. Yeah, yeah. Right on. And I like, yeah, that it didn't make a deal out of that. It no. wasn't like. No, okay. but then, then when they're getting in the purple car. that Well, that was dumb. Yeah. Like that was dumb physical humor. Well, it was dumb physical humor, but but it kind of made fun of the thing that we thought they were just being so cool about. Yes. So I was like, oh, I do I know what you mean. It took you out of that. Well, it made me go, whoa. And I'm not sure they were wrong to do it or right to do it, but it did make me go, why? Yeah. Why? It's like you know, Schitt's Creek, uh, famous for having just like, um, uh, what's the main guy's name? David. Mm-hmm. Like the, like. Everyone in the yeah. show purposefully just accepts the fact that he's that they're together, that they're a gay couple, that it's absolutely not a problem. And they did that by design. They like we we want a world where the where this is completely not commented on and accepted because that's the world we want to be in. And that is why you know it's partly why that's so powerful. And this movie could have done the same thing. Like yeah, the, like two slightly larger ladies, and and we're not even gonna talk about it because why the f- not. We're just, well, we're exactly. Not... Like that, I, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Empowering. But yeah, yeah, and then they get into the car and then they're having a hard time. I mean, that could have just been because it was a, like, I was a tiny car. Yeah. And like, as a stupid tall guy, I would have yeah. had the same yeah. comedy. That's what I was, but it made it. me ask that. It made me go, why, why? And that's, that was a little bit, I thought there should have been a payoff. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I bet there was scenes on the floor, like, I bet oh, there's yeah. so many scenes on the floor because it was a long movie. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, the car thing seemed like a bit of a throwaway scene that probably could have got thrown away, but they're like, eh, there's, there's some merit here. We'll throw it yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. They spent all that money on the big purple Lamborghini. We got yeah. yeah. Put it in the movie. So would you guys recommend this to any of your friends or people that you don't even know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like strange. Like I'm going to go <laughs> into yeah, like just McDonald's randomly and like, hey, stop people attention. in the street and say, you know what you need to do is go watch this movie. Uh yeah, I would say if you like Melissa McCarthy or Octavia Spencer, watch it. 
Uh, otherwise, like if you're just looking for a comedy, like you're saying, I'd sort of put it on the background. Not a big deal. Sure. But I wouldn't be like, oh, like like Bridesmaids or like some of the like Spy or The Heat things with most McCarthy. I'd be like, you have to see this because she's mm-hmm. brilliant in it. Like yeah. those things mm-hmm. I literally recommend to people yeah. that you have to see. Yeah. But this one, maybe not so much. So. Yeah, I'd be the same. I'd be like, yeah, you know, if you don't have anything else to watch, watch it. But like if if it, if Melissa McCarthy wasn't in this, I think I would it would be a full pass. But mm, yeah. she kind of holds it up for me. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, still yeah. still better than most stuff. Oh yeah. Of all the things we've had to watch on this show, I think it's the one that I'm like, oh fine, finally something I can just watch. It's not great, but at least I'm not angry at it. Well, you know what I think that was and I was thinking about we haven't seen a whole lot of comedy come across the table we, here. We've, we've seen had... a lot of things that are dra- trying are dramatic and trying to be dramatic but end up be looking comedic to our yeah, eyes because absolutely. yeah because it's silly but this is like not taking itself seriously it's like here it is you know yeah, it's just exactly. it's no, just foolishness and here you know i think i'm i'm less harsh on this than i have been on anything else and i think it's because i know comedy is hard right and i have so much sympathy for the writers and the actors and everyone working on this that i can't be critical of this whereas i would be if someone's trying to be so earnest in this dramatic thing and they just mm-hmm. they drop the ball that's and stupid frankly <laughs> it's infinitely better than like no offense ben stiller because like ben stiller can be amazing but some of those films like that with ben stiller and adam sandler and yeah, uh, yeah. jim carrey and stuff it's like i don't i hate this we've seen yeah. i hate this like i'm so oh, jim bothered Car- by this jim carrey does not work for me no yeah. no <laughs> like or like well like yes like yes not day funny to me yeah. yes day which we did which was supposed was like a comedy but more of a family comedy yeah that's so true. pretty the stakes were even super lower there because yeah for like eight year olds but <laughs> anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah better than that i think this was yeah. better than that yeah anyway anyway well that's good it was well, great oh wait dave now we have oh. the new thing that we're oh the do, new thing which is right oh, we shit. have we don't know what we're gonna look or watch for next week until right now because i'm going on my phone and I'm going to look to see what number well, the number one Netflix Canada movie or show or whatever is right now. And that's what we have to watch. So everyone listening can watch it with us. Um, let's see. Coming in. Number one is called Love and Monsters. Oh. I think it is a movie. It looks like a movie. Oh, yep. you know what? Don't, don't spoil it. Uh, no, I was just going to say I saw the, the <coughs> just the picture for that. Like uh-huh. yesterday or something and kind of went like. I saw Ooh. the picture for this and I thought, this is yeah. up Justin's alley. Just oh, is it? Like is this finally something I actually want to see? I can't believe it, Dave. It's been, how long have we been doing this? 150 <laughs> but you years? you wanted to see Thunder Force. I did. I actually watched Thunder Force before. You did? We, yeah. Like, I did. wanted to see that right That's, away. You're right. You're yeah. right. I did want to see it. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Anyway, but this one could be good. Maybe. Yeah. And you know, the, the format we switched to the, means we're more likely to see a movie because people seem to watch movies on mm-hmm. weekends. Exactly. So that's good. We don't have to watch any Bridgerton. And it's going to happen, right? Because every once in a while I watch something on Netflix and I go, that was brilliant. Queen Ga- yeah. It's Queen's Gambit. Queen's yeah. Gambit. Oh, my Lord. Yep. That yeah. was so, brilliant. Yeah. That was great. But no, it's yeah. not that. It's whatever I just said. Monsters. What did I? I already forgot. Love and Monsters. Well, Love and and monsters yeah. tune in next week when we turn the corner and watch something that could be really good Woo. all right or, or well, not <laughs> we'll find out soon enough see all you right. next week thanks see you guys next week. that was really fun and thanks to laura for being here yes thank you laura it was great thanks. awesome bye bye, bye.
Hey everybody, just to remind you that we do have a Patreon page, so if you want to support the show with actual real live money that we use to do things on the show, like buy microphones and potato chips, then please go to patreon.com slash why are people watching this and uh, pledge your support. A few dollars a month goes a super long way in the podcasting world, so we'd love to have you on board. And then you get to call yourself a close personal friend of Dave and Justin, and that's pretty sweet, right? Yeah, it's pretty sweet.